Hi, my name's Jin Lally and welcome to my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. Well, here we are again, another podcast episode. This week, I want to talk to you about control. Something in solution-focused work that we call the bar of control and why it's good to be in control. Now, a lot of people say, oh, I'm a control freak. You know, it's such a negative way, but you know, feeling in control is good. So I want you to turn that phrase around. It's a good thing to feel in control. The comedian Sarah Millican, I think, has coined the phrase to say that she's not a control freak. She's a control enthusiast. And I think that's such a better term because to feel in control means that our anxiety is lowered. Uh, We don't feel depressed. We don't feel stressed. We like things to be under our control, don't we? And that's a good thing. When I see people who come to see me and they've got high anxiety, they're clinically depressed, I'll always say that like you've lost control now. And and people who are totally consumed by their primitive brain do feel a loss of control because it's the survival response that's kicked in and it's not really them. They've gone into that primitive caveman brain uh, and they're consumed by the feelings from that part of the brain so much that they've lost intelligent brain control. They've they've lost that conscious control. So feeling in control is a good thing. We like things under our control. I want to talk to you today about a concept that uh, we talk about in solution-focused work called the bar of control. In this metaphor, we say that there is a bar of control and we feel that control is a constant That's what I say to my clients. And what I mean by that is that if we feel control in one part of our lives, if we feel that one part of our lives is is under control and, and managing quite nicely, we can feel that then that can spread out into other parts of our life as well, that other parts of our life come under our control. Now, There is some theory to say that, you know, really you should, you know, tackle those big things. But I'm going to, first of all, to feel that you can get things under your control. So if there's something massive that you need to do, get that under control first and everything else will follow. Now, that's very, very difficult if you are feeling extremely anxious or stressed. It's probably that big thing that's giving you that anxiety. And so to try and tackle that straight away just seems like a mountain to climb. And if anything, it raises your anxiety even more or or makes you want to go into the freeze mode of lack of motivation. You don't want to do anything and you start procrastinating. So what can you do using this principle of the bar of control, knowing that control is a constant? How can you utilize that to start to feel that you are getting things under control? Let me help you. Now, you will have a few things that you can probably think of now that you would like to get under your control. And I'll give you, I'll give you sort of three examples of mine. So let's imagine that I've got three things at the moment I need to get under control. Now, the first thing is my big thing that really annoys me that I want to procrastinate on. And that's probably something like organizing some sort of family get together and discussion and, you know, getting around to doing something there, a, a big social meeting. Now, that might be something that you find that you can get under your control, but that kind of thing stresses me out. It's not something I really enjoy. 
a little bit further down the sort of scale there, I've got maybe lots of paperwork to do. I've got some some really tedious paperwork to do that I want to get under control. I'm procrastinating a little bit, but I know I, I could get around to it if I got my head around it. And the lowest thing on that scale that I feel that I can get under my control is my meal prep for the week. You know what? I find that really easy. Like having just a little plan of what I'm going to cook for the week, making sure the shopping's in, doing a little bit of recipe prep for it to begin with. I find that really easy. That's at the other end of my scale, really, um, of, you know, getting, feeling in control. Now, my mind will naturally go to that first big thing, won't it? That's the big, oh, it's ringing alarm bells that for me, that thing. It's really stressing me out. It's really giving me anxiety to try and organize that family get together. But what I should be looking at is the other end of the scale, something I find easy, the easy wins or the low hanging fruit. And that's my meal prep. Because when I do my meal prep, I start to feel better. I feel really good when I've got that done. And so that makes me, that that feeling good, the way that that makes me feel will motivate me to do the other things. So I'll start looking at my paperwork and thinking, oh, well, I'll get on with that now because I'm feeling quite good. My anxiety has lowered. So as that bar of control has been raised because I've got my meal prep done, I'm now feeling that I could maybe tackle my paperwork as well. And consequently, yeah, I can start maybe delegating a few jobs to other people to organize that family function that I need to do. So can you see how sometimes just go for the, going for the easy wins is easier? That's what you should be doing. Go for the little easy wins that you might feel are insignificant, but I guarantee you they will make you feel better. So overall, what we're looking at here is, If you go for one part of your life that you want to get under control, you will be surprised about what other things will come under your control. Now, we don't know what is on that line. I gave you my three very random examples. But the way to tackle it is just looking for your easy wins all the time. That will give you encouragement. That will get your serotonin flowing. That will get you to feel a bit motivated. That Well, if I can tackle that, I can tackle anything. Let me just move up on the scale of how difficult I find things. But let me start with something easy. So if you want to start your dissertation or your thesis, if you're a student, you know, start with just getting some information together. Just saying, right, I'm just going to go to the library today uh, and get some books out on the right subject. It's just a step in the right direction. If you can do that, you will lower your anxiety rather than feeling it's this big mountain to climb. And that example of students is a, a very common one that I use in that when you're a student, you know, and you're studying for your, you know, your degree or your PhD or your master's, that's the top of the mountain, right? You're looking at the top of the mountain. I need to, I need to get this qualification. And what we often do then is we, we actually miss seeing the actual mountain. You don't even take the first step. So to get up to the top of the mountain, you've got to take the first step. So although you can see that top of the mountain, don't let that give you so much stress and anxiety that you don't even take the first step towards climbing it. Because once you take the first step, the second step will come quite naturally and you will slowly start to make progress. 
but go for an easy win. Go for something that you find very easy to get under your control and you will be surprised by what other things will start to feel like they are coming under your control. Now, there's one caveat here. There are some things that you will never get under your control. They are way off the scale. And a lot of people stress themselves out by trying to get these things under their control. And although you can't get these things under your control, what you can control is the way you react to them. I'm going to give you two very specific examples. So one thing you will never get under your control is the weather. Yep. You will never get the weather under your control. You can moan about it, you know, if it's raining tomorrow. But what you can control is how you react to it, whether you take a brolly with you or not, whether you wear the right clothes to prepare yourself for the weather. So although you can't control the weather, you can control your reaction to it. And also the second thing here is you can't control other people as much as we'd love to control other people. You can't control other people, but you can control the way you react to them. Your reaction is within your control. You can't control that other person. It would be lovely to feel that if we could control other people, our lives would be so much easier. I often make a joke that, you know, if everyone just did what I said, my life would be so much easier and I feel that your life would be too. But that is just not real life. It's a bit of a joke. What you can control is how you react to someone else. So I want you to understand that feeling in control is a good thing. If you are feeling obsessively controlling, where you're trying to control the weather and other people, you must learn to accept that that's not possible. But what you can control is your reaction. Go for the easy wins. Go for the low hanging fruit. You will be surprised once you do that, how much your anxiety and stress lowers and how you will be surprised by how many other things will feel like they're starting to come under your control. I hope that this episode helps you today with stress and anxiety. It will surely, if you just follow some of those tips, it will surely help you empty the stress bucket and really limit what you're putting in there in the first place as well. I'd love to hear what you think about my podcast and if there's anything in particular you'd like me to address or talk about, just give me a rate or, or a review um, as normal. And I would, if you want to get in touch, please do just send me an email. All my details are on my website at ginlally.com. My email address is gin at ginlally.com and I would love to hear from you but in the meantime take care and speak to you again next week